0: All right, welcome to week two, episode two of Unreal Marketing. Shall we go over what we are, who we are, and why we're
1: here? Yes, we are going to be, we are Simon Hawke and Damian War. Hello. We are going to be talking to you about Unreal Marketing. We're going to take Unreal Marketing problems from some of the greats of, of mainstream culture, and we are going to give them real marketing solutions and give, in the process, give you small business owners, entrepreneurs, marketers... Some tips and tricks that are really going to help you in real life. So,
0: we're going to take unreal situations like the world of, let's say, the world of Lord of the Rings, and someone in Lord of the Rings needs a pricing psychology solution. We're going to take that, give it to you, and hopefully package it, package it in a way where you can enjoy it. Enjoy listening to us in the car, on the toilet,
2: or in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, hobbits and droids, welcome to the Unreal Marketing Podcast, where we solve unreal business and marketing challenges in a very real way. Now saddle up and prick up your ears for your hosts, Damien War and Simon Hawke.
1: My name is Simon Hawke. I'm from Decision Expedition, which I created and founded. And uh, we are a neuroscience agency, we help small business owners incorporate tricks from neuroscience, psychology, sociology and behavioural economics into the day-to-day of their marketing their business. And my name is Damien War. I'm the CEO and founder of
0: Romulus Dynamics. We help small businesses and enterprises grow through premium branding, web design and web three development.
1: So yeah, give us a call if you're a small business owner and need some help. But in the meantime, let's dive into our first problem for today, which is...
0: Which is, Sherlock Holmes needs our assistance.
1: Uh-huh, I know him.
0: Shall we read out the brief? Okay. So, as a result of Sherlock not generating a sufficient amount of new business, businesses comes to a standstill. The clients are, his clients are having a difficult time dealing with his mannerisms. Makes sense. Yep. Sherlock is going to need to devise innovative strategies for establishing new connections and generating new business. He's come to Unreal Marketing, us, for assistance.
1: Okay, so as far as I understand, he's a little bit, he's, we we are, we're not talking to peak Sherlock Holmes here, are we? It's a few, maybe a decade later, his business is a bit down. Yeah, five to 10 years later, I reckon. Okay, his business is a bit down. He's struggling to get the big contracts like he used to. And um, so we need to help him overcome a few of the deficiencies that he's had in his new business strategy he hasn't had to worry about before
0: maybe baker streets needs needs a bit of a a makeover so he needs to increase his profit margin so he can invest money back in the business
1: yeah well he's never had to worry about it has he? he's just always had clients he's always had cases
0: yeah um, and suddenly they've dried up well i think the thing with like private detectives is you don't want them to be returned customers, really. You want to have solved their case. <laughs> unless it's right. someone who's just got a massive like caseload and always finds themselves
1: in some sort of conundrum. That's right. It's a very neat problem. No return customers. So. Yeah. Right. So what can we do? Shall we have a dive in and see what would we say in this scenario to Sherlock Holmes to help him to build a business?
0: All right. So I would say out of the brief that we just got, I think the pain point would be, very basic. So, Sherlock is finding it hard to find clients, find new new
1: business. Okay. So, and this week, we are therefore going to focus on two major concepts, I suppose, positioning and relationship building.
0: Yes, definitely. And I think it's important to note that for, the, for our listeners, we're going to try and stick as close to possible as uh, marketing within the context of Sherlock Holmes. You know what I mean. So we're not going to use advanced TikTok marketing to to market Sherlock's business because obviously that didn't
1: exist. Yeah, we're gonna. Well, we'll keep. This, we're gonna link back to some really core cool fundamentals, aren't we? About yeah. how how what you should be really considering when you're diving into marketing. And the first one, right? What is it? It is. I think we'll talk about the concept of differentiation and niching yourself. So. So what does this mean? This is all about understanding that you can't be going after everybody in the whole world as your target audience. Yeah. While the in theory that concept means that you've got a much larger target audience, you are not putting yourself in a position to beat any of your competition because you're going to have lots of competition in all sorts of areas and they are going to be also going for the same target audience. So one of the ways that you need to find yourself putting yourself at the front of the queue is to get yourself down to a niche that allows you to be the best in that niche.
0: Yeah. And that niche can that can both be a technology or a skill or an audience. So for example in the my own business Romulus Dynamics, we can niche down to either using for example, Webflow as our niche, so we're specialists in Webflow, or we can say we only service fintech businesses. So there's many different ways of niching, right?
1: That's right. So in this case, for example, he's got to work out Sherlock, Sherlock right? Sherlock yeah. here, so he can't he can't go for every single thing. What what is his niche he's going to focus on? Yeah, and I think in this case, that suggests. Unsold crimes after one year. Yes, so, I think that would be a good, so he, good starting so he's going to leave out all the other. That's where he really comes into his own. That yeah,
0: because he doesn't like uh, he doesn't like basic crimes because remember he I think in the BBC version and in the movie versions the, his personality is clearly the same and he doesn't like boring crimes because he just reads the newspaper and sees you know like crimes on, you know, wanted to be solved and he like solves them in like two seconds. So I think he needs to niche down to the hardest possible um, crimes to solve or the mysteries to solve because that way he's going to enjoy himself more and he will be niched as well.
1: And he allows it, yeah, and it plays to his strengths. That's right. Okay, great. Um, I think it brings us on to the next stage for him which is a real challenge that he's never had to worry about which is face-to-face relationship building now he has um, famously not been very good at, at working with people actively falling out with everyone he ever meets but because he's such a genius it hasn't mattered so we are going to touch on a few points here around how can he improve that and what are ways that he can ensure that he is in a good position to start building relationships? And this comes down to the core concept of building rapport. Now, rapport is uh, something that small business owners need to think Definitely. about and learn Definitely. and understand. I think yep. it really is because remember that so much of your so much of your business building will be done face to face.
0: Yeah, you know, or via Zoom, but yeah, point remains.
1: Yeah, you've got because and and when you're saying is this marketing? Well, just remember that sales, face to face sales is actually just marketing one-to-one. The Definitely. same concepts apply. You are just trying to market yourself, in this case, in the right way. So let's just touch on a few of the concepts of rapport and understand what he should need to do. So there are some key rules that, that, are, that you should know when you're talking to your clients, basically. Yep. Number one, Olympic-level listening. Now, the concept, what this is all about is, is making your client feel special. You know, you want your client to really feel like you're engaged with them. And the best way you can do that is firstly by understanding that on a proper level, you're actually properly engage with them. You're in the conversation. They are important. You want them to feel like they're the most important thing in the world. Charm is actually based on the concept that you are making someone feel like they are the most important person in the world at that moment.
0: Definitely. And I would say listening would be probably one of the most important skills when you're actually selling yourself. So even above giving information and offering that, offering information on what value you you can convey or, or give to the other person's business, if you just listen to them about their problems, they'll make you you will be of value because they'll see you as, oh, he's actually listening to my problems. He or she is actually listening to my problems and and, you know, he's hearing me for for, for what problems I have, right?
1: And that even leads in actually to the concept, and that next point we'll make is about mirroring. Yeah. So so mirroring is is all about a body language thing. So remember, your body language feeds into all of this. Um, You know, most of our communication is done via body language, more than verbally, more than anything else. Um, And so one of the most interesting, easy to do really, um, tricks is that you need to ensure that the way that you are presenting yourself in comparison to your um client's customer is that you are doing a similar type of body language as if you're in a mirror a, a, versus them yeah that allows them on a non conscious level it makes them feel like you're on the same level as them, and that applies to all sorts of things it's it's the tone of the voice you know if they're talking quietly and you're talking loudly over them if they talk quietly, you talk quietly, they talk loudly, you talk loudly if they're t- if they're taking big jokes. You do big jokes. You know, those are the sorts of, it's about understanding and being exactly on their level because that's going to make them think that they're talking to someone who's on their level and, and gets them. Yeah.
0: And that also plays in the into the arena of cultural branding as well. So you need to know your audience and you need to know your audience's culture if you're going to um, identify with that um, particular target audience or customer.
1: And yeah, and that which leads into the next point, which is about being interesting. So, yes. and, and really that's one of the to your point about understanding your customer the best way to be interesting is to understand about your customer if you know what your customer is interested in yep. then you're going to be able to um, manage the conversation and things
0: you're going to be able to tick all those
1: boxes yeah you know? Take, ask the right questions
0: yep. and know? ask the, the the way you ask the questions as well Like if the person is very extroverted you don't really have to worry about sort of, I guess, the, the tonalities that you use. You can just match their own tones. But if the person is very introverted and talks very low, you have to match that as well.
1: That's right. So questions, questions actually are a really good one. You can ask either closed questions, which is like yes or no, or open questions, which allows them to go on and talk for a while about something. So... um there you go. Those are a few tips. So you've got you've got to actively listen. You've got to mirror. You've got to be interesting. You've got to know about them. You've got to ask questions. So,
0: yeah. For, but for Sherlock here, we've got, this is relationship building 101. So he needs to increase his, you know, customer service basically and get some, some good reviews in because he can't keep treating people like trash. Well, he needs um, to stop being he, actively rude. <laughs> even though he's solving their problems, he can't just be like, oh, you're so dumb, you know. I'm solving your problem. Go away now. I'll call you when it's ready.
1: That's right. That was a luxury he had for a while, but but not in this universe at the moment. So so there you go. So that would be a big, big bit of coaching there for him on, on just how to engage with people on their level and yep. build those relationships and not fall out with a potential client because if you fall out with them, yeah, people yeah. work with people they like definitely that's a big truism
0: so i think what we've covered so far is more inbound right we're like focusing on customer experience we're focusing on um, business operations relationship building but what about outbound so what we what can we do to increase his outbound um, influence so i think basically we're talking about circle of influence here yeah so basically in his case i think we're looking at partnering with um, larger entities such as such as what such as the the government? Yeah. I think he, he's got a, a brother in the government. M I five M I
1: six or M I five? What's his name again?
0: Mycroft. Mycroft, yeah, yeah. that's
1: right. No, he's got well that's right, he's got to take advantage. So this is again about um yeah, taking advantage of the the influence of others. Yeah. So so you will have a certain circle of influence of people you know and things that you know and value you can add. But what you wanna be doing is is building and linking into other circles of influence. What, what, are the, what are the strengths that other people have, the networks that other people have, um, the, the skill sets uh, that you can basically jump into, align with, and then basically extend your own circle of influence. Yeah, so you.
0: I guess a real world example would be, for my business, Romulus Dynamics, we do, as, as I mentioned, we do uh, premium branding, web design, web development, but we don't, do, we don't focus so much on SEO, even though we can do it, we don't focus on it. So what we've done is we've partnered with other SEO agencies who only focus on SEO. But as a result, they then have customers who want web design and web development. So we work closely with them to integrate our businesses and find new, new clients and customers. So this is potentially something we could recommend to Sherlock. So partnering with the government, the police, maybe...
1: The police, yeah, absolutely. Well, they're going to have crimes come in. Reporters yeah. who are working in that space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's about can, where, where are his leads coming from? Who can he find out that, that might have, been, have, have some knowledge that would be useful to his business, basically? Yeah. He needs leads, and these are the areas he's going to find them. Can he get people who can introduce him to the right people, or can he literally get the down and dirty from the reporters on something's just happened here and, and get into it that way?
0: Well, if he's niching down to unsolved crimes after one year, the reporters would have to be like, you know, following up after one year. Yes. Maybe. Do we ever? Do we ever see Sherlock go international, in terms of his crime-solving abilities? He's gone to Europe. He's gone to Europe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe we we advise him to focus more than London, and. Uh, because that links into what our our final point would be our bonus uh, pricing psychology tip would be increasing yes, week, the amount yeah. Yes.
1: our weekly pricing psychology tip yeah
0: yeah increasing the amount he's charging people from what we can tell he's not charging that much right so if he's charging more per client then that's obviously going to increase the amount of revenue that he's that he's generating
1: yeah well that price price perception i think we're touching on here aren't we the concept yeah. of the concept of if you, it's not just some people might think if you want to get make your price more attractive, actually you want to just decrease it, but that's not the case. Yeah, funnily enough, if it, the often people will see a price has gone down, and to them that immediately they think the quality is poor, p- bad, and so you got to be very careful about that when you're structuring your pricing. Often, if you want to actually get yourself more sales, you have something to consider that sometimes the answer is to put your price up. More sales or more revenue? More revenue. Yeah. More yeah. revenue because you, you put your price up, or both—more sales and more revenue. Because yep. people will people will be uh, not buying a product because they think it's low quality. You put the price up, and they suddenly think, "Oh, it actually is a better quality." They're more likely to buy it. That's depending on what you're trying to sell, of course. So yep. so that is this week's that is this week that, this week's price and psychology tip. Realize that price perception is huge, and it affect and it relates to the quality of the product depending on how how you want to position your product, Mm -hmm. remember that don't just think about you can decrease the price to get more sales. Sometimes increasing the price will work for you as well.
0: Yeah, and that reflects back onto your brand as a whole. So if you increase your price, your brand immediately is perceived as more valuable. Um, So which also can reflect back onto how many products or services you have to sell at once. Mm -hmm. So would, would an example of that be, like for example, Hermes handbags? I know that they only produce a very, very limited amount of products, but they do charge like crazy. Um, yeah, that so, that
1: links into the concept—the limited edition, yeah, limited, you know, a scarcity, the concept there. But yeah, absolutely, that you know, they they put their price up, and they and people, you know, perceive the quality of it.
0: Yeah, I think in Sherlock's case, he's been. He's been doing this for ten years, so he's got he's got the, the author, brand authority. Oh yeah, right? yeah.
1: He should be charging. I mean, that's right. The only pro- his challenge is that he start he hasn't been he hasn't been making sales. That's been his problem. But I think that what he if he was bottomed himself out at low pricing, he'd be in a whole world of trouble. He needs to stick stick strong on on, on charging a lot,
0: especially if he's working
1: with the government. Yeah, stick charge on. That's his niche. He's a high quality product himself but don't undervalue himself.
0: All right, cool. So what are the key insights from this week? So what's number one? I'd okay,
1: say? so number one for you, small business owners out there, focus on differentiation and niche down the business because even though this might feel like you're excluding potential target audience segments, it makes actually makes you more appealing and able to position yourself as an expert in a particular field. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Um, number two, Work on face-to-face relationship building. This is because uh, the number one skill for building real business relationships is face-to-face and whether that's in person or via Zoom. Um, so you've got to remember that face-to-face sales is simply marketing, but one-to-one.
1: That's right. And then finally, thinking about how can you build a strong circle of influence so that you can benefit from the strengths of others, essentially, the network, the skills, the knowledge, and the opportunities for business. Who do you know? How can you build that out? And take advantage of that.
0: All right. That's all from us for this week. Um, All the best. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everyone. See you next week. We'll see you next week.
1: Yeah.
2: This podcast is sponsored by Romulus Dynamics and The Decision Expedition. Romulus Dynamics is a leading Web3 branding agency that grows businesses through premium branding. Romulus Dynamics specializes in web design, website development, blockchain projects, and brand consulting visit RomulusDynamics.com for more information. The Decision Expedition is a marketing agency that helps small business owners, entrepreneurs, and marketers to influence their customers' decision-making by implementing learnings from neuroscience, sociology, psychology, and behavioral economics into the fabric of their business and marketing, increasing profits, and maximizing ad spend. Visit TheDecisionExpedition.com for more information.